Hi, my name is Vanessa, and you're listening to my podcast, A Journey with Vanessa Chu. I wanted to start off this week's episode with a story. I once had someone in my life who was one of my closest friends. I trusted him. I looked up to him. I admired him. He was one of my favorite people in the world. And I know that he felt the same way about me. I could tell by the way he looked at me and how he spoke to me. The energy that I felt between us every time we were in the same room was undeniable. We were good friends for what seemed like forever. And then one day, he confessed his feelings for me. He told me he had been in love with me for a very long time. I was ecstatic. I was over the moon. And I was devastated. Because he was married. And because I was in love with him too. I didn't plan on getting involved with a married man. That wasn't on my list of things to do. Being the other woman wasn't something I aspired to be. But it happened. And I made my choices and I live with the consequences of my actions. Consequences like guilt and shame. And when he ended things between us, feelings of unworthiness, anger, sadness, thoughts of suicide... I felt so much pain and anguish, and I just wanted it to go away. As soon as I got home from my day, I would sit for hours by myself and just cry. And I would push myself so hard during my workouts until I was in physical pain so I wouldn't think about my emotional pain. The emotional pain I felt was a hundred times worse than when my own grandma died, and that was really hard. But I worked through a lot of those things with love and support from my therapist and some of my closest friends. But forgiveness is what I struggled with the most. Forgiveness for myself and also forgiveness for him. I have had a lot of time to reflect on what happened and in an ideal world, we could be friends again. But in reality, it's just way too painful. Part of my grieving process is coming to terms with the fact that the closeness we had with each other as friends has changed drastically. And how do I cope with that when he was such an important part of my life for so long? I have forgiven and let go of a lot of what happened to me in the past with other guys I've been involved with who broke my heart. I've moved forward from all of them and even stayed on good terms with them. But when it comes to what happened with this person, I'm having a lot of difficulty forgiving him. I'm having trouble letting go of how he handled the situation and how his decisions changed and ultimately ended our friendship. Why should I forgive him? He hurt me a lot. I felt that he selfishly took away our friendship by telling me how he felt and then acted on it when he knew he wouldn't choose me in the end. I felt betrayed because he told me how he felt and he made me feel so special and so loved, but then had no intention to be with me. I know it must sound really strange to hear that the other woman feels betrayed, but that's how I felt. Why did he tell me he was in love with me and say all those wonderful things about me and us, 
only to stay in his marriage. I didn't understand why it was necessary to tell me all those things. What was the purpose? What was the point? After he ended things, I told him not to contact me. I needed space to heal and to try and process my grief and all the feelings that I had, but he kept reaching out to me. I understand he wanted to see how I was doing, but it was like he thought everything could just go back to normal and we could be friends again, that we could be with each other and then confess all these deep emotions to each other and then he would discard me and go back to our friendship like nothing happened, like he hadn't hurt me. How could I forgive him when he seemed to ignore my pleas to give me space to heal? Every time I heard from him, my wound opened up again. My heart would hurt again. And I had to start my healing process all over again. In a few of my other episodes, I talked about the book Ultimate Confidence by Marissa Peer, and there's a section where she writes that being happy and at peace with yourself means letting go and forgiving the past and looking forward to your future. To be honest, I didn't talk about that part of the book in my earlier episodes because that's where I got stuck, the forgiveness part. I felt that I had no right talking about forgiveness because I struggle with forgiving him. Who am I to talk about forgiveness? How hypocritical of me to think I could talk about forgiveness when I can't even forgive this one person. When I was a kid, I was taught in church that when somebody hurts you, you forgive them. Because God forgave us humans for all of our fuck-ups. Okay, they didn't use the term fuck-ups in church, but you know what I mean. Forgiveness was made to sound so easy and simple and not complicated at all. But what if you feel like you can't forgive someone? Then what does that make me? A failure and a disappointment? There must be something wrong with me if I can't forgive someone. Marissa Pierre also states, The future is perfect, innocent, and unsullied, but we are capable of carrying into the future all the unresolved pain of the past and tainting our future. The significance of any event is linked to how well and how honestly you can deal with it and mourn any loss that occurred. When he ended things, it felt like somebody close to me that I loved deeply had died and I would never see him again. I mourned the loss of our friendship for a very, very long time. I'm still mourning the loss of our friendship, and I'm really struggling with how to forgive him and let him and our friendship go. I remember hearing the phrase forgive and forget a lot when I was younger, and I think we have an unrealistic view of forgiveness sometimes. I don't like the phrase move on either, as Marissa Peer puts it in her book. Maybe it's because in all of the relationship heartbreaks I've gone through in my life, I've been told too many times to just move on while still in my grieving process. I believe that it is crucial while grieving any loss to acknowledge, accept, and be at peace with the different emotions that complicated situations bring, no matter what those emotions are. I also believe that to truly heal, we need to move through our emotions to get to an honest place of acceptance. From what I've experienced and learned, pretending our feelings don't exist or moving on 
without processing things isn't the best way to find peace. Ignoring our feelings only make them stronger and scarier. And move on sounds harsh and can come off as a little insensitive to me, even though it may not be intended that way. Instead, I like to put it as forgive and move forward. I realized that after reading so many books and articles on grief, infidelity, forgiveness, compassion, and shame, I was keeping myself in suffering. And I'm learning that when we place blame on others for our suffering, it keeps us in a state of pain, hurt, and anger, and gives them the control over our emotions. And I felt so much pain, hurt, and anger for a very long time. I felt trapped and helpless and so heartbroken, and I felt wronged. I didn't want to admit this to myself, but I realize now that I didn't want to forgive him because I wanted to punish him for ruining our friendship and for causing the great pain I still feel. But really, I'm punishing myself. And asking all of the why questions only made me more upset and made me fall back into the pattern of blaming. I came across this quote from Buddha recently that said, Holding on to anger is like grasping a hot coal with the intent of throwing it at someone else. You are the one getting burned. I am the one getting burned. I am imprisoning myself. But I can choose to be free from my suffering. So maybe it's not about forgiving him for his sake. Maybe it's about forgiving him for my sake. Forgiveness doesn't mean our friendship will be the same as it was before or that I trust him again. Forgiveness doesn't mean I like what happened or forgot what happened or agree with how the situation was handled. It's about forgiving him so that I can move forward in my life without the heaviness of all the emotions I felt for such a long time. And I'm working on it. And with every day that goes by, I'm one step closer to figuring out this whole forgiveness thing. My reason for sharing the story with you is not because I want pity or because I want to justify my actions, but it's to show you that everybody goes through shit and really unexpected, I would never do that shit. I think a lot of people in this world spend so much time perfecting an image of themselves to present to the world where everything looks fine and dandy on the outside. But a lot of struggle and conflict is happening on the inside. Of course, we want to present our best selves to people, but I think we can forget that we're emotional beings and we make mistakes. I've been thinking about writing and recording this episode on forgiveness for a while now, and I was terrified about it, terrified about being vulnerable and terrified about what people would think. I know you may question why I would talk about something like this so openly. You may even judge me and your opinion of me might change but I can't control how you feel about this story or what you think of me. What's more important to me than my fears of being judged and looked down upon is the need I feel to share this deeply personal story with you because I want to help normalize making mistakes, recovering from them, and moving forward from them. Even if it's a big mistake. Even if it's really, really hard. And I know the power that forgiveness has to set you free from pain and suffering. But just because you're not ready to forgive someone, it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It means that you're human. 
Underneath the polished exterior that we show to the world are scars, and everybody has them. Everybody has a story, everybody is going through something, and we're all just doing the best we can with what we know. Forgiving this person or being on my journey toward forgiving this person is only half of it, though. I also struggle with forgiving myself. Sometimes I find myself thinking things like, I'm the worst person on the planet. I'm awful. I'm going to hell. I'm unlovable. I don't deserve any good things in my life. I'm a bad person. And the truth is, no matter how many times my therapist and my friends tell me I'm not a bad person, if I don't believe it, it's not true. It took a lot of work to change my mindset to truly believe that I'm not a bad person. I'm a good person who made a bad decision. And I will talk more about self-forgiveness in next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening this week. I'd also like to thank my unofficial editor, Danielle Law, for helping me organize all of my thoughts for this episode. I am eternally grateful to you. As always, you can email me if you have any questions or comments at hello at vanessachu.com. And I'd appreciate a click on the follow button for my show so you know when I drop a new episode. I also wanted to tell you about an opportunity I have for you at vanessachu.com slash coaching. It's where you can ask me a question anonymously about grief, loss, or if you're seeking guidance on anything mental health related, and I will send you a personalized response based on your question. All the details are at vanessachu.com slash coaching.